Yep. But I look like the kind of girl who would enjoy milk or cookies, do I not? I don't know what that means. <laughs> I was like, wholesome. Is, I mean, wholesome. Is that a euphemism? Like, I was like, <laughs> I look very wholesome. Okay. The, uh, the, what is it? The wild card disguise is a good girl. Yes. That is my, my pull quote for Julia is she's the wild card. And I, I wholeheartedly su- support that. Horror Movie Survival Guide is a weekly podcast where I, gorehound Julia Marchesi, delves into my horror notebook to corrupt one of my longtime chums, Terry Gamble, who is hiding in the creepy horror closet. My mission is to learn the gospel of horror movie survival and to incorporate Julia's wealth of wisdom to become a final girl disciple. Join us as we take a deep dive into everything from OG horror to newly released films, but preferably classics on VHS. We'll talk about obscure details that no one else notices, spin off into alternate casting universes, crush on some dodgy foxy fellows and creepy uncles, and arm ourselves with the knowledge necessary to become the the final girl. So welcome to welcome to horror movie survival, survival guide. guide. I'm Terry. I'm Julia. Oh yeah, I almost said I'm Julia as I looked at you. I, sometimes that happens in my brain. I feel like we, the longer we know each other, the more telepathic we become, and we just can finish each other's sentences. Because yeah, people think like we have a script when we're doing this show, and we're just like, no, we just know because we we've been friends for talk. twenty years. Yeah. Uh, so this week we'll be talking about 2011's The, the Woman. Woman. This is uh, the episode title is Boys Will Be Boys. Yeah. And uh, the and then some. Yeah. Well, the tagline for this movie is fun for the whole family. Whoosh. It's good. Whoosh. Yeah, Yeah, that's correct. So we did, so we did this film because, uh, Andrea, who is my best friend uh, who lives in England came on, she did uh, an interview with us for our Patreon, which you can listen to on our Patreon page. Join the Patreon. You can hear it. And, uh, we (laughs) asked her what movies she would like to see us talk about. And she said, the woman, the woman specifically this film and we were like this what film. is this and i had never heard of it and i was yeah. like okay well let's do this thing uh not we knowing to open the notebook which is so exciting all these films now so people have been giving us wonderful suggestions i have so a suggestion you. list that's very long yeah but we will get to them because yeah. time is on our side right yes just like the rolling stone said time I'll stop because I don't know about licensing. All right. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So uh, not knowing uh, that this film is actually a sequel to another film from 2009 called The Offspring, uh, which – not The Offspring, just Offspring. Hey, hey, keep them separated. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Not the band. Oh, got it. A movie. But this – so the the film – Offspring sounds very uh, Hills Have Eyes where there's like a cannibalistic cult that live in in the hills and like she's the lone surviving member. And then this this is continuing of what happens to her after that film. Got it. So maybe this film would make – a little more sense if we had the whole picture. So I feel weird coming in on the second one. Thank you, Andrea, for that. But that's Ooh. all right because it's cool because it stands alone on its own Absolutely. as well. Um, and I know, you know, Andrea is uh, very – she wants female representation. She wants mm-hmm. it very diverse and she wants it very equal. Mm-hmm. And so I went into this film on that note. I know her mind very oh, well. And I'm like, see, okay, there's a reason. A background to think about There's it. a reason she wants me to watch this film mm-hmm. because she, there's something that this message is saying that's very kind of yay Current. female. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to go in knowing that and mm-hmm. we'll see where it goes. Okay. Um, so this film opens on a wounded woman who uh, looks very feral, who is, has a wound she like in her side. People. I really was into this show that was on, um, I think it was USA Network um, called The Outsiders. And it was like basically Appalachian people. But you can't call it that. There's already outsiders. I know. 
pony boy and whatnot. Different kind of outsiders, though. And okay. it really played with that push and pull of like, what does it mean to be civilized versus not? And she looked like one of those characters, which is kind of what this movie does, too. Yes. Yeah. What does civilization mm-hmm. mean? What does it mean to be moral and human? They literally had nature. characters called the ferals, like the ferals. that lived up in the mountains. So, okay. yes. Um, and so she is, we see her uh, killing a wild dog. So we're like, man, she's hardcore, right? Like this is, she's not just killing like squirrels and rabbits and shit. She's like killing a wild dog. Like a crazy, like she hears it wounded and it's like, oh, she's praying on it. You could see like the look in her eyes even too. Like she looks wild. Like yeah. the close-ups that they have on her face and like her eyes. where she's at, like totally like she's in beast mode, like literal beast mode. Yes. Mm-hmm. Big shout out to Pollyanna McIntosh who plays. I just got goosebumps. She's so good. Wow. And if you see pictures of her in real life, she's incredibly gorgeous. She's like a mm-hmm. supermodel. She's stunning. And like to see her make this transformation, not only where you look crazy, but you act in crazy. Right. And she goes, like, I believe her there. performance a hundred percent. Um, and then we meet, uh, the family, uh, including with our asshole dad. He's the worst. From like second one, you're like, Oh no, I don't like this guy. Yeah. You don't trust him. No. Like, Pretty He's much just got a right smarmy, away at this like, face. barbecue that they're at at this friend's house. And like, it's, you know, kind of the kickoff of, feels like the kickoff of summer, even though I think it's still during the school year. It's just really nice in the Pacific Northwest and some gorgeous backyard. There's a pool party happening, but you like get really little snapshots of each one of the members of the family. You see the teenage daughter, Peggy, sitting by the pool, but she's not in the pool with everyone else. She looks really awkward she's and reading, really sad. Like, not really super emo, like reading at a pool party. She's that girl. Like, so it's like, Oh, I don't know what's going on with her. It doesn't look great. Then we cut to like the brother, the uh, the boy of the family who is like watching his friends bully. He's making his friends bully or watching his friends bully a girl and not doing anything about it. Intervening and like kind of smirking and And smiling about it. it. And that's really uncomfortable. And the little, the little girl, the little sister who Mm -hmm. is kissing a little boy and they come over and reprimand her for that. And the mom totally related to her because that was me (laughs) in like first grade. Kissing boys. I remember at my little private school, I used to run and chase all the boys around the playground. Oh, you were that little girl. No, I was full on that. Like I literally wrote it and I was like, that was me. Like, see, this is the difference between you. You were chasing little boys. I was being chased. Oh, so. so nice. God, that must have been nice. <laughs> I spent, I still, I'm like, the, like aggressive. Like I'm always like, chase. Yeah. Hi guys out there. Hi boys. So, we're single. Um, just letting you know we're, we're available. And uh, let's talk about Angela Bettis, who plays Belle, who plays the mom, because Lucky McKee, who directed this film, uh, directed May, which if you haven't seen, we should watch because it's really, really great. And it. she's the star of May and she's really incredible. And in her face is wonderful. She's brilliant. She reminds me of like Julia Roberts, like kind of like energetically, like mm. her like, but she's more, even more intense. In some she stuff. seems so fragile and yet she's able to bring the strength when she needs it, which is what makes her such a great mm. actress. Um, so random fun fact here. Uh, Lucky McKee, who directed this movie, is directing a, um, a, se- a sequence in, uh, there's an anthology horror movie coming out called Death Sember. Um, and then it's all Christmas themed <gasps> horror stuff. I can't wait. And I am in one of the sections um, directed by Michael Verratti, who is the host of our friend for Dead for Filth, yeah. his fantastic podcast. Oh my God, that's amazing. With Tip- Tiffany Sheppis, who I was in Delta Delta Die with. Which who we ran into at the Radio Dark Speakeasy. That we went to recently. Yes. So Delta Delta Die is the cannibalistic uh, sorority movie that I'm in with her. That is mm-hmm. a full moon film. If you want to see me covered in a bucket of blood, Absolutely. that is the f- movie for you. Um, yes. So Lucky McKee is also directing a sequence in this movie. So I have like a weird connection to him now, which seems strange. 
I've never met him or anything, but you know, that seems right. I feel I'm never like surprised when you're like, I just tangentially like connected to somebody in the horrors, like verse, because all the time there's, you're like one degree from everybody basically. Oh, thanks. Yeah. That's a good place to be. I think so. Uh, so then we, we meet dad, dad's going out hunting. Mm-hmm. And uh, out there sees the woman bathing through his scope on the top of his gun, and he's got it like aimed at her, even though he doesn't have it cocked necessarily. But he's watching her very intently. But she looks right into that barrel yeah. at him. She is and so observant. She, she just knows. Well, she's a hunter. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Though, so she's attuned to what's happening around her, and in that woods, she probably knows it better than anybody. That whole area. And so she feels his presence right away and he feels seen and like kind of freaks out for a second, which is great. And she spears a fish and eats it raw. And you're like, and he's still like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. If I saw a really high guy bathing and be like, yeah. And then he spears the fish and eats around. I'm like, "Mm, really? Maybe not. You'd step away. That's the difference between you and me. Wow. I don't know if I would step right in, but I would definitely want to keep watching with some curiosity. <laughs> You're so funny. Mm-hmm. So dad goes back and tells his family they need to clear out the cellar. Yeah. And he's I, like, hey. I, and they're like, what'd you see out there? And the, the little boy's like, what'd you find, dad? And he's like, oh, I can't wait to show you guys. But we got to clean out the cellar. And it's just the kind of, you can, you know, the, you can already tell very, at the very beginning what the kind of family dynamic is. It's like dad is this kind of abusive monster that all of his family is very afraid of. He just you, seemed you very don't. alpha dad and very like weird, like religious almost kind of. Do you know what I mean though to me? Like, but there's also, you know, that he's abusive and there's undertones of perhaps him and Peg are having some sort of ancestral thing. I didn't think that till much later in the movie. Oh, is that crazy? I didn't get that right away. I like, I don't know the, the I got it pretty early on. So mm-hmm. then, so we already know like you don't disobey, or da- disobey dad. No. So they clear out the cellar and he goes out to get her with a net and gets her and car- like hits her with so a butt of his gun. The feral woman and he goes and catches her literally with a freaking net. Mm-hmm. And it's just wild because you see the dynamics of like the juxtaposition, each one of the scenes kind of as the film goes on to between what the women's faces look like versus the guy's faces as each thing is kind of happening. Mm-hmm. The weird kind of sadistic joy that the boys are getting out of every scene right. versus the women that just look like they're in terror. Who's going to set us free? How are we going to figure this out? Yeah. So we are getting the the woman as a cut in with Peg is in class. Uh, she leaves class because she's sick. She is a teacher. Uh, Mrs. Raton, everyone calls Miss Dyke. Yeah, she's too hot to be a teacher. She, for me, <laughs> she dresses way too slutty. I was like, whoa, her skirts are too short. That's me judging the teacher situation because my mom was a teacher forever and taught middle school and was always like, modest, modest, modest. Well, you don't want to like, yeah, she's very modest, but you also don't want to like get the kids overly excited. So, but she, she for me is the mm-hmm. one like, uh, kind of weak leak in this movie. I don't yeah. buy her as this, te- like, as a teacher, as, like, I just don't, I don't. But she kind of did because she was also like the cool teacher because like there's a scene later where she's like smoking out by the bleachers and talking with one of the other teachers. She was probably the cool kid in high school who like was like, ah, like decided to become a teacher because she felt like she could help some other kids out. Maybe. Yeah. So that's she's just a really young teacher, I think, is what it is, because honestly, I had some teachers this last week at um, finishing up their school year out uh, where I was running karaoke. And they were the wildest, <laughs> wildest. And I was like, y'all, hey. And they're like, educators. And they were wiling out. I've got some of them on my Insta stories. It was crazy. Insta stories. And, um, but they're the worst because they also took the job so that they could have summer vacation. Sure. And I was like, clearly you guys want to party. And they were ready. So sometimes, you get, I don't know, teachers, when they're out of school, yeah, 
out of control, Can't be right? crazy. So we see uh, Brian is getting beat about basketball by a girl and gets revenge by putting gum in her brush and then enjoys watching her pull it out. Yeah, this was so that was, scene was so intense when she was beating him. You could see the rage, and then when he figures out what he's gonna do and like deliberately puts that gum in her brush while she's outside. Yeah, oh. what a monster. Mm-hmm. Um, so dad cuffs up the woman and he starts like looking at her, touching her, and like looking at her like you would like a piece of like meat, like a horseshoe bought at an auction, like checking her out. And so puts his fingers on her mouth to look yeah, at her I teeth. Mean, he's, yeah, checking her bones, like literally, yeah, like a horse. Yeah, and she uh, bites his finger off and like opens her eyes, looks at it. The, the crunching noises were fucking terrible. Was, no, I thought they were great. She spits his ring out. And continues to chew and gulps down the freaking finger. Ate it raw off his hand. Wow. So, yeah, there's blood and, like, a ring. Ting. And all he says, (laughs) that is not civilized behavior, he tells her. After he has chained a woman up. Yeah. And she can't even put her arms down. The way he's chained her, you guys, he's chained her, like, sacrificially, like she's Jesus. Do you know what I mean? The, like, arms are out and, like, on the cross, like, to a T. So she can't lower her arms down. There's no way for her to like, so she's tried, been trying, you know, because she's this feral, very strong woman. She's been trying to work her way out of the restraints. So her wrists are raw. Um, and her shoulders, you can tell, like she just looked exhausted too, just from trying to fight her way out of this situation. So, uh, dad comes back. Oh, but then he punches her right after. Of course. As you do like after that was the thing. He punches her first and then says that's not civilized, which I was like, Oh, and then you're like, who's civilized? Who's the one that's punching this woman in the face? Yep. I wrote movie moral. That was my note. <laughs> <laughs> so he comes back the next morning um, and he, finally, he says, you you know, we like to bite and we're going to teach you that's not how you do not disobey. So he shoots. I'm not sure if he shoots her just right by the ear or actually clips her ear. But we get this kind I of. I think he shoots her right by the ear so she gets that ringing in the ears because he put on his like, you know, whatever the, what are those earplugs, like headphone yep. earplugs, basically. Because it's a great, it's a great effect though because we as the audience hear the ringing. We of, get her ringing, yeah. And then she's like, okay. And then he brings the family and is like okay everybody let's let's go find out what we have in the shed and then mm-hmm. uh here she is and uh, we're gonna civilize her and we're gonna treat her like one of the dogs and uh it's a family project secret family project and i was like dude why doesn't someone say like we need to take her to the hospital or whatever because she's a hot mess they need to clean her afraid of dad everybody's so cowed by him he's such like a you know big figure that mm-hmm. they can't override him right and the best thing we've had to say there did you say that or maybe you already said it, it was when he shot the bullet by your ear he did it because he said i need to feel better about losing my finger mm-hmm. <laughs> which is one of my favorite quotes of the movie i was like really dude and the little girl comes out though, and she's kind of excited that they have a new sister and plays her radio for her. And it's very, it's very, yeah, she sits on top of the cellar door that they have her like hidden in and she plays her little kid, like little kid, like whatever play radio by her. And she tries to be really nice. Cause she does, there's some kind of strange connection she feels to this, this woman. Mm-hmm. And when mom starts to, uh, protest, uh, she slaps her across the face. Real casually as he's brushing his teeth. And then is like, let's go to bed. Yeah. Mom is like, we need to not have this lady here. Yeah. It's pretty awful. And that, and this was the scene like where he, where dad comes in and like has a talk with Peg on the bed and she like, mm-hmm. you can tell like she doesn't want him there. Yeah, Her body language got real tense. And, and I was like, puts his arm around and like to kiss her and she's not, but then like, but then the mom's the mom watching sees- them. Cause she knows, right? Like, this is what I'm saying. It's like a deep level of uncomfortableness. Mm-hmm. Um, the abuse, the layers of abuse. And then we have the, the scenes with dad and his secretary, which I never was like, mm, I'm not really sure what 
like it never comes back to it. They're just these kind of random work scenes that he has. I know. I think they're another layer of showing his level of abuse and realizing that they showed that he's actually a lawyer. You find out dad's a lawyer. So this guy's doing highly illegal things um, that he has in his home, how he treats his family. And I think they just wanted to show him in his like every day, which actually those were the parts that gutted me the most. when I was like, oh. When they showed up at his, I was like, it's his law firm. It's yeah. not just he's going to some office and like sitting in a cubicle, like he doesn't have power. Do you know what I mean? They're like, mm-hmm. he literally runs the place. Do you know what I mean? So how far does he need to assert his power? Because I wasn't sure dynamic wise, like if he felt like, oh, he feels put upon. So he needs to assert his power in the home. But I was like, no, this guy literally has power outside of the home, mm-hmm. in the community. Right. And everyone thinks he's, this everyone thinks he's an, uh, that's what it was. And I was like, that's why this is even more jacked up because he has the look. He's got, you know, the 2.5 kids or whatever and the picket fence. And like, he literally has the perfect looking place. He looks like the most, he looks like a, like budget Tom Hanks. Do you know what I mean? Though? Like he's like literally looks like the everyman. Like looks like a very kind guy. He looks like some guy you would see at your church, you know, mm-hmm. on a Sunday afternoon. And then he's the guy who's going to come help, you know, with your lawnmower later that week. Right. But really he's chaining people up yeah. and, you know, beating his wife and his kids. Um, um, and so they, uh, he, they set to bathing, uh, the woman. Uh, and so there's this, this really so great thing where the woman is giving Belle this look that's like you and me, like you got to save me. Like we know he's a monster. Yeah. You need to help me. And like you can read the looks and Belle's like, and Belle picks up a two by four and you're like, okay, here we As go. It's on. She's going to hit the husband. Let's and I was like, it. yes. Finally. And then Get it turns him. out she just goes, oh, she's getting loose here and like hands it to Chris. And that's when the woman's like, okay. I you're see not on my team. I see whose side you're on, and it's not mine. So you're off my list. Yeah. Um, and they, yeah. And then, so they, they start to wash her indoors. It's not really working. So then they go to wash her outdoors and, like, get like Well, a- they boiled water first. Let yes, me get us to go like, back. Hold on. Details, details. True. So when they decide to bathe her, it's after they tried to feed her too. And they gave her this porridge and she like wouldn't eat it. Ends up a rat like ends up going in and finally she eats it once there's a rat in there, which is insane. And then they were boiling this water to clean her up. And then they bring buckets of boiling water down to her. Um, and he, he starts bathing her. The reason it's not working because it's freaking boiling water and she's flinching and fighting it the whole way because it's awful. Um, and she, you know, she can't take it. And Belle, you know, tried to stop him from using this boiling ass water on her, but she's he's like no it has to be hot you know to clean her properly and so because that doesn't work and she's fighting it the whole way they take her out and they power spray her like they're spraying a freaking side of a building which yeah like take paint like paint takes paint off like it's intense very intense and she's like silent screaming because she can't even scream because it hurts so badly just like ah, ah, i can't even do it right because it's just like so yeah. deep and like visceral like that's the part i was just mortified by and peg is out there holding um a sheet so no one can see her from far away. I don't know. They don't have neighbors real close by because they could not get away with that shit if they did. Um, Maybe it's the towel for when she's done. For when she's done. But she throws it down and makes makes her your dad stop because it's too much. It turns it off, yeah. And that's when we heard hear the woman say, please, say say a, a, an English word for the first time. Yeah, because she's been saying stuff that's like either unintelligible or just or really... language. Yeah. Um, but she knows that... Peg is pregnant. She can see. She it. sees it. She knows. Mm-hmm. She's like the it, first one to really notice it right the, away. The teacher has suspicions and mm-hmm. they have a conversation with it. And like the teacher calls, but Peggy intercepts the call. So then we have a scene where dad sneaks out of bed in the middle of the night to go down to the cellar. And what is he going to do in the cellar? 
I just wrote rapey. Yeah. I was like, oh, he's about to go rape her right now. That was yes. literally what I wrote in my notes. I was like, oh, no. He does uh, with Brian, his son, watching as well. And uh, you just have – He doesn't know Brian's watching. Brian has has the day or two before his, or whenever the day was that they got her, created a peephole in the um, in the cellar door basically. So he's got a way to look inside. And so every time he looks inside though, because that girl, as we know, the woman is very attuned. She always locks eyes right away with his one little eye that's yeah. poking through. That nose. And knows so as his his, her, his dad is raping her, yeah, she sees his eyes, mm-hmm. so she knows, and they she, just the look in her eyes. It's just so she's so detached and so, but still so full of hate, and it's just like you're going to pay. You, you know, as soon now, as she, and, but I'm going to kill you. So. Yeah, and even if she was ever quote unquote subdued or like is like I was like even if they think she's tamed her, no, that's going to be her game coming for yeah. them. She's yeah. smarter than them. Yeah, she is. Um, and but then he comes right back. Dad comes right back into bed and just like snuggles up to his wife. And I'm like, uh, uh, so gross, so gross. It's super gross. But can we go back just a second and talk about mom sewed the girl a dress, the polygamous wife yes. dress, <laughs> and it looks like a full on dress. I wrote that. I was like, looks like. A, and then they said it. I was like, it looks like a polygamous wife dress. It's like a jean dress, like, but. They can, it's got snaps on it so they can snap it onto her even while she has the restraints on, which is jacked. That's so gross. Your mom, mom making like a special, let's wear it so you can wear it when you're chained up dress. Yeah. Uh, so Peg isn't feeling well staying home. No. And uh, doesn't know, Brian does, Brian come home from school, doesn't know she's there, goes mm-hmm. out to the shed, uh, brings a cookie for uh, the woman who doesn't want it. And he says, who the hell doesn't like cookies? Well, the thing about these cookies, they're not just any kind of cookies. We got to tell the people that the cookies were gingerbread or like, or like gingerbread style, like men, basically, that the mom had asked the little girl the day before, like, hey, what kind of cookies do you want? She's like the man shape. And she's like, you have to eat the heads off first. Mm-hmm. And then you get into it. But the way the little boy likes to eat it, he likes to chop his in half in the midsection. Mm-hmm. So he goes downstairs and chops the cookie in half in front of her and then gives her half of it. And, and so, and she's like, uh-uh, that's not how I want to eat that cookie. <laughs> I imagine she would want to eat the head off first too if she had her choice as well, like the little she girl. shoved the whole thing in her mouth all at once. Mm-hmm. Um, so Brian goes in, um, and this is what I got from this scene, tries to rip her nipple off with pliers. Right. That's what he's doing, right? That's what I thought he did. Yeah. Because okay. he, he like has, they have like a close up of his little tool that he's taking down there and they look like either like wire cutters or yeah. like really sharp pliers, mm-hmm. which looked terrible. And I was like, I don't know what he's going to go in there and freaking do to her with that. So Peg hears her screaming and mm-hmm. she comes running and finds Brian doing this. And that's when right. he pulls, when she pulls him away, that's right. what it, and he had been prompted earlier. It's crazy. Cause he had obviously he didn't talk with his dad about that. He'd seen him go in the shed the night before in the middle of the night when in the morning as a dad's putting on his suit and um going out to um you know off to work or whatever he was like don't do anything i wouldn't do kid and the kid's like oh dad don't worry i won't Mm -hmm. and he says don't think don't do anything i I would would do i would do right yeah the only thing i would do Do. and And the dad would do a lot of things so yeah but so but it's interesting that brian comes in and it is not interested in emulating what his dad did but he goes just, crazier just goes to hurt and to like torture and, and like, like mutilate yeah that's his 
thing. Um, so then when dad comes home that night, mom and Peg are like, uh, that, which is weird. Cause they say like, oh, he was in there and he was touching her, but then he had his thing out and he was, he was masturbating while he was touching her, but they don't say anything about him. Like with fucking pliers trying to attack her, actually like torturing her. Yeah. They don't mention that, which seems like you would uh, mention. Yeah. It seemed weird to me too. They make it seem a little softer than it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but of, of course, dad immediately sides with with brian is like oh well you know he didn't no one got hurt well, boys is like boys. did that really happen like he doesn't trust their word no and she, the, the mom's like um peg just said that's what happened she was saw it you don't believe her and that's when i was like oh he doesn't believe women blah 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 uh-huh. <laughs> terribleness um yeah. and this is the first time when we see bell stand up to him what is like okay well I guess I'm leaving now and leaving your rapist son with you and I'll take yeah, the girls like, and I'm taking my girls we're and we're leaving. Out. And she keeps saying it to him then. I was like, Oh, don't just stand there and say that to him. It's not to, gonna be yeah, good. You have to go. You have, you to, have go. to walk away because threatening a guy like this isn't gonna make him change anything. Like that's when you gotta like like we're out just for safety. She doesn't she gets clocked. Yeah. He, right in the freaking face. He's like, No, you're not going anywhere and literally just like slams her freaking face. She falls down and she is out cold on the kitchen floor. Just says there's a knock at the door. It, who could it be? But the very meddling teacher who's literally not reading any social cue. She was the most unbelievable part. I was like, if you're a teacher, you know to call child support services before you make that show up first. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean though? Like you need to file a report. There's like paperwork you gotta do. And even the other teacher she discussed it with was like, hey, you could make this worse by speaking to this child's parents because you don't know the situation for why she appears pregnant. <laughs> so he comes, she comes in, she starts talking. She says she thinks Peg's pregnant and dad immediately was like, oh, so you think it's mine? I did it. You think you're accusing me that it's me oh, or my son. And and he's, she's like, uh, no, that was not in my attention at all. It didn't even cross her mind, but that's immediately what it goes to where you're like, oh, well. Then it's definitely his. Is it his baby? Like, it's definitely his. Well, because they have like the little like, oh, the, the douche that they say that she was dating very briefly that like splashes her in the pool at the very beginning. So it's possible right. it's his. No. Nah. Uh, it's definitely not. It's definitely her dad's. That's fucking gross. Yeah, it's definitely her dad's. Especially the way he's fighting about it so quickly and what he jumps to because and, that's... Because the teacher's flabbergasted. Gets- she's like, what? Uh, no, what? What? Who? Well, no. he said she's not dating anyone. And if she did, I would know exactly who it is because I have that kind of control in this house, basically. So... Um, so slaps the teacher mm-hmm. and tells Brian to get the rope tie her up drag her out to the barn and uh earlier they've had these dogs it's been a running thing the whole movie they have these like like, police dogs basically that are just barking throughout this entire film they're just like barking in the in the barn and they constantly talk about they have to go feed the dogs and at one point you see brian feed like throw one into a pen and you're like okay there's something weird and the the mom before she gets like clocked and she's like hey you're doing what you're doing out there in that barn with those dogs could send you to prison yeah once people know like so it's already like what is he doing with the freaking dogs he dog fighting like what's going on so they take the teacher out tie her up into the pen put throw her into the pen with the dogs you're like okay well this is bad the dogs are gonna attack Mm -hmm. her no what's actually gonna attack her is the other feral woman that they seem to have uh kept in the pen with the dogs who comes out and just rips the teacher's throat out with her teeth and they have a girl on girl battle Mm-hmm. Uh, and and not much of a battle though for the teacher because she yeah not, she's just like she's a tied up. teacher she doesn't know what's going on yeah it's it, all of a sudden there's this person attacking feral you. woman coming at you and dogs as well and mm-hmm. then so Peg in this kind of chaos goes runs out and gets the woman and like uncla- undoes the woman and is like okay like lets Finds her the go keys, lets her go tells the little girl you know to like stay inside but the you know 
but she, Peg, there's no Peg knows she can't do anything about the woman. Sure, going to do something about it. Yep, and she sure does. But the woman immediately goes for Belle, goes for the mom, and just takes her down immediately. And eats her, her face. Eats her face. Eats her face off her face. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? But yeah. she was because she didn't help her earlier. I know, but it seems so, you know, in this, that's the, like the one muddy bit of this. If you want this message to be as like crystal clear as possible, mm-hmm. so you can't kill be lying to the another dad. woman. Yeah. Like you would let her go just because she is a woman. Right. right. Like you would realize that she had been like socialized too by this crazy ass husband. I wondered about that as well. And just like, I was like, oh, okay. Because I didn't think that that would happen either. I was just like, I was expecting her to go like a beeline for, for the, the dad. dad and like go help that teacher out and maybe save her or, or something. So the, the weapon that she uses uh, mm-hmm. is the two by four yep. that would have been used earlier by Belle to clock out the dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, use it to shear off Brian's head. Yep. Not really clear on that how that works, but I imagine she has some immense power. She's pretty tough. I mean, we did see her eat a fish raw. How yeah. tough? How tough? Tough enough to fucking barehandedly rip her, rip, put her hand into dad's chest, yeah, and rip, rip out, out his, his heart, heart and mm-hmm. eat it in front of his face. Yeah. Because she did it and I was watching it with a friend and I was like, is that, does she have an instrument? Is it just her bare hand? He's yeah. like, yeah, just her bare hand. And I was like, okay, well, there you are. That's pretty fucking intense. I think she's used to gutting animals with her bare hands that she's done her wow. whole life, you know? Like, yeah. even with the uh, the first animal, I think that's why they show that at the beginning, too, like, what her strength really is. Yes. Like, when she goes and gets the, like, the, like, right. wild dog or whatever at the beginning. And so she's able to handle it. But she basically ends up, you know, eating the heart, and then she tames the other feral dog woman yes. who has no eyes. Socket is her name. Oh, I did not <laughs> I looked her up on IMDb. Yeah, because uh, she's got no, she's, no eyes. No eyes. She's so blind. she's just socket. So that's why she's just like in the dog mm-hmm. pen. Um, and so is now kind of her pet. It seems like they're going to go like be. Well, she's the woman is the alpha, okay. like obviously full on. I mean, she looks like Mila Jovovich, like resident evil, like kind of has that vibe about her, like full badass. Yeah. Like now she's got like the blood, like soaked bottom of her mouth from like ripping and eating face and heart and pulling out entrails out of people. Like it ain't Uh no thing. Like, like it was nothing for her. Um, and then comes over to Peg and basically puts her hands on her stomach. He's like, okay, you have the baby and now I'm going to take your little sister and we're going. I thought she said that the sister that she's the mother now or something. Like I Mm -hmm. thought I heard some weird, like in her, like. She language would be, yeah, well, she, but she would be the mother of the, yeah. the baby she's got inside yeah. right so now like you got that mother, well, not no, just, I'm the mother. She didn't just t- what she did first is she licked the blood off her hands and then she offers a, a little bit of blood mm-hmm. i watched the ending like three times because i was like what just that i literally watched so many okay. cuts of it again and again because i couldn't stop watching the ending and she licks the finger and then she hands her finger to the little girl and she puts the finger by the little girl's face the little baby sister and the little girl licks the blood and goes mm. <laughs> like delightful and lights up yeah. at eating the blood. And the girl's like, Oh, clearly you've marked this child. And the child, as we know from the whole thing, had like this weird connection with her. Mm-hmm. So I wondered if that was something from maybe now that you're talking about that, this was a sequel, which I didn't really realize that I felt like I was like, how are they connected? Cause earlier there was a, a line earlier talking about how they're all sisters somehow. And I was like, how are they all, if they're all sisters, maybe the woman was part of them somehow too, from another time. I wondered about all of that as well. But they start walking, she, they start mm-hmm. walking away with the little sister. And at first I'm like, Peg, I'm like, you're not going to go with your sister. Like your sister, go get her. Like, what are you doing? She's just like, while letting her walk away. But then at the very last second, Peg's like, okay. And she goes mm-hmm. and she goes along. So now they're going to all live 
ferally in the woods together as a clan of crazy women, I guess. Maybe. Ta-da, the woman. Okay. So what is this movie trying to tell us, Terry? Uh, wow. Men are monsters. Yeah. And like civilization, it's always the question, you know, what is civilization? What is being civilized? And what does that mean? What do you have to let go of, of yourself? And what are you doing to maintain status quo or the patriarchy or whatever you think? Cause he's, he's got all the touchstones, like boys will be boys and all those gems that the dad has of, you know, defending the son and defending himself. Yeah. And you get this, you know, this character, the woman who is kind of a monster herself, but you are on her side the whole time because she is being taken from, she was living quite happily, Mm -hmm. you know, by herself in the woods. And now she is being forced to not only live in society, quote unquote, but also Mm -hmm. be beaten and tortured and raped and all sorts of fun stuff. And I wondered about, did you watch the end credits? There's like the postscript thing. There's a scene at the end of it's, Girl, there's a whole video montage. I feel like I you always credit girl. I didn't always okay. got to watch the credits because you never know. It's like a music video, basically, of like the little girl. It's like looks like where the wild things are. Ah. And it's she's like on a boat and she like goes and they end up on this like magic island. Oh, my God, Julia, this movie. <laughs> I was like, what is this? like? And then that happened. I was like, OK, like I'm heart face is eaten. Heart is ripped out. Entrails blood into a little child's mouth. Scene credits, credits. We're on a beautiful ocean, kind of happy music that she played on her little, like, mm. music machine. Mm-hmm. And then it's just, like, her, like, riding out on this cute little, like, animated boat. And then she hops off the boat. It's, like, a mix of, like, animation and, like, the little girl's actually live yeah. action. And then she, like, ends up on this, like, cute little island. And I was like, okay, is that mean oh. we all have to, women have to all move to an island? Like, <laughs> is, that, is that the call? Is that the call for us to all join on some so. female-driven... Like, women leave. Like, just find your own island and, like, get away from these men. Like, no, I can't believe I missed that. That's crazy. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So let's talk about some gore factor. Sure. One, not enough blood to fill a Dixie cup. Mm-hmm. Two, a puddle of blood. Three, enough blood to gross out the average viewer. Four, bathtub of blood. Five is run for the barf bag. We gave this a five. Solid five. I mean, you got hearts eaten. Rip a heart out, eat it in front of their face while they're still looking. Yeah, that's a, that's five. Yeah, decapitation, mm-hmm. feral people. Yeah, it yeah. was all sorts of fun. Blood, uh, finger eaten off of a hand yeah. and swallowed. Yeah, yeah, uh, definitely a five. We got movie ratings. We got zero to five chainsaws. One if you're desperate. Two barely qualifies as a horror film. Three seen worse, seen better. Four not too shabby. Five fantastical. What did you give this, Terry? Oh my god, I gave this a four. Okay, yeah. Um... I not still, too shabby. yeah, not too shabby. I thought, you know, it's really well acted, um, which is one of the things I really liked about it. Um, yeah. All but that teacher lady, everyone I thought was mm-hmm. really, really good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I gave this a three. Okay. Uh, seen worse, seen better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I liked it. And, and though it was very interesting watching it through the, the Andrea lens of like, okay, well, she's trying to tell me something here. What is she trying to tell me? Which is thank you, Andrea. Of course, it was a delight to watch with that fr- with the best friend frame in mind. Um, but it's also just kind of harsh and not something that I would necessarily want to watch again. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, you know, and not something that I would recommend necessarily to someone just because it's so like, you'd have to be careful who you recommended it to. Yeah. Just because, like, you have to be in for some torture and some, some horribleness and like, are you okay with that? And gotta be okay with rape. Unfortunately, not, not okay. Okay. But like, (laughs) fuck, that sounded bad. That's not what I mean. I mean, it's, 
okay to sit through it because I know of uh, trigger warnings, you know, not everybody can go through and watch this film. Yes. Um, it is really intense in that respect. And then the way that the women are treated is pretty awful. And I read a little bit after like about like the, like, is it like question mark? Is it feminist? Like people have had like full conversations about right, this. Right. Cause it is written out. and directed by men. Mm-hmm. So there's also this kind of added layer. Mostly men. I mean the whole, I was looking for a woman's name for a while. Like there's like one EP I think on it, but everybody else is, is male that pretty much did a lot of the stuff on this film. So I was like, do you feel that that lessens the message? Not necessarily. I mean, there's certain men that I think that if they get it, they get it. But I also do kind of hesitate. It's 2011 when this came out. So we've had a lot of conversations since then. I'd be curious mm-hmm. to see how this movie would be done now. Mm, interesting. So uh, next week we're going to talk about a movie that is very recent. So this kind of next round that we're doing, so neither of us have seen The Woman before mm-hmm. and we're doing this next round is, is movies that neither one of us have seen. Right. So this is kind of exciting because all of the movies we've been doing I've seen before now, these are ones I haven't seen. Mm-hmm. So uh, next week we're going to be talking about The Ritual, um, which was one that was recommended to me uh, as well. Someone had thank you uh, for that. And so we will be talking about that. Very excited to talk to you about it. Yeah, and it's haven't on Netflix. It. So you guys and go and watch it this next week and be ready to hear us talk about it as well. Yeah. Great. We'll see you next week. We'll see you on our Twitter, our Facebook, our Instagram. And hopefully our Patreon. Yes. All sorts of bonus goodies. Yeah. And we uh, we love you. Thank some you. R bars. R, rated R. I can't even. Rated R. Speakeasy. <laughs> rated R. Like I'm a pirate. R. We went to the R rated R. Speakeasy. Right. So we're going to be having some stuff about that on our Patreon. Check it out. R. 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 R.